We're good. Hey, welcome back. Process Preparation Performance. I'm Duke. He's Simmons. We gave the update on the last uh, podcast we did, and apparently we are expanding our listener base, JR. We are now, uh, we're now across a whole different pond. Uh, we've got people from all over the world. I think they hit the wrong button. We need to look at Apple and Spotify and see what's next to us because I think they're hitting the wrong thing, JR. Yeah, I don't understand some of these people. We, we've got some very bored, or bored people in Canada, Germany. Our Singaporeans, which, by the way, I was absolutely shocked you knew what people from Singapore were called when we were talking <laughs> earlier. But the Singaporeans are—they—they love the podcast. They—I don't know if they understand any of it, but uh, they absolutely love it. So, I don't, what language do they speak over there? I don't—I don't know. We may have to look that one up. But I'm say, uh, huh? I'm just English. English. We'll go with that. So, uh, <laughs> sorry to anybody in Singapore. We just offended the entire uh, nation. But. We, uh, no, we're doing good. Uh, our little episode was great. Uh, and then we got, uh, the last one we had was Coach Thomas, and he tagged our guest, uh, for tonight, who is a newly crowned state champion in the state of Missouri. Congratulations. And Excellent. we have Coach Andy Learman of Liberty North that is joining us. So, Coach, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks guys for having me on. I, uh, I don't know if uh, I'd, re- I'd listen to Coach Thomas's recommendations a whole lot anymore if this doesn't go well. So, <laughs> Hey, Coach, uh, there's no secret you guys have had a bunch of success, right? Yeah. And yeah. Every, every coach that we've had on here from every different sport that you could think of has some non-negotiables, some things that they believe this is what makes us better. What do you guys hang your hat on? Hard work. Um, I know that's a, that's a very cliche thing to say, um, but we work um, at Liberty North High School. That's what we do uh, from, from the time you hit eighth grade to the time you're a senior in high school. If you're a, a male athlete, a female athlete, and you're coming through our weight room, you're going to work. Um, if you're a football player, you're going to work, and you're going to be expected to not only work in a weight room, but you're going to be expected to work in the classroom. Um, you're expected to be able to understand your scouting report, understand to practice hard. Um, so, so hard work's probably the, the first thing you want to be able to do if you're going to come join what we're doing. Uh, and then just kind of following up with that, just attitude and effort. Um, we do a thing we, we call the end of life, uh, and it has uh, some words on that end. And at the base of that end uh, that builds that letter, uh, our attitude and effort. And uh, so we, we talk a lot about that in our program, uh, just about how obviously those are two things that you can control. Um, and uh, we just we just want you to come every single day with those two things. And uh, we feel like if you can do those two things and you can work hard, uh, that uh, we're going to have an opportunity to help develop you and, and make you a better better person, A, but a better football player, B, if you're in our football program. I agree, Coach. I agree 100%. Attitude, effort, energy. You control all those things and nobody can take them from you. You, you, yep. you bring them, right? I want to ask you a question about, you mentioned the weight room. Let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, a lot of schools come on here and they talk about, you know, we're living in the weight room, we're doing this, we're doing that. But consistency is what separates, you know, yeah. competitors from champions. What kind, what kind of consistency do you guys see there at Liberty North? Yeah, consistency is the key, right? I mean, we, we start preaching that uh, early and often with our kids, just understanding we want your uh, 
your development in the weight room to be like a ski lift, not a roller coaster. You know, we want you to be climbing and uh, and moving up that mountain and the top of that mountain and the peak of that mountain is when you when you leave high school. Um, from there, after that, depending on what you do in life, is up to you. Uh, but uh, when you're in our football program, we want you getting bigger, faster, stronger, uh, and that requires you to be in a weight room all the time. And so we uh, we're fortunate at our high school. Um, you know, we've got a, a weight room at each of our middle schools that feeds our high school. Uh, so we have some coaches there. Uh, and I'm just going to try to talk about our lower level and kind of build it up. Um, and then we also, in the offseason, so we just uh, recently here in January, we started our uh, eighth grade weight program uh, after school. And so we've got, uh, I got two or three varsity coaches that uh, leave the high school and they travel over to the middle school. We have two middle schools. One gets bussed over to the other. And uh, we put those eighth graders together and we start teaching them the foundation of what they need to know. Uh, and from that point in time, they start to learn that that's what we do. Um, and so they'll, they'll grow from there and they'll move right into our summer weight program, which works uh, real well for us because we can teach the basics right now from until the end of school. Uh, then when the end of school hits, they start coming to the high school uh, as incoming freshmen. Uh, we'll work with them throughout the summer. And then uh, they enroll into freshman weights, athletic weights. So if you're an athlete at Liberty North High School, uh, we have a, just an athlete-only class for just freshmen. Uh, which in turn again builds just our our foundational stuff. And so, uh, if you're not a if you're not a football player, then uh, you're a volleyball player, you're a softball player, whatever you might be. You're still in that freshman weight class. And so, um, I've got a couple uh, coaches at the high school that that just teach freshman weights. They just work on the foundational strength uh, of what we want and how to lift and how to squat and how to bench and clean and spot and all the things that go along with it. Right um, from there. Um, they roll right into uh, their sophomore through senior year, and they're over in, in the weight room, uh, the varsity weight room with me. Um, that's also an athletic strength class. Uh, so that is varsity athletic strength strength training. They're only allowed to be an athlete in that class, and uh, we are going to push you every single day. Um, you're going to lift. Uh, you're going to work. Uh, we're going to do it four days a week. And uh, if we got a snow day, then uh, that was your off day. So you better get ready when you come back to show up and get ready to go. And so, um, and, and that continues throughout their high school career. That's a, that's a year round class. We don't want them in and out of there. We don't want a kid uh, that's a non-athlete to hop in, uh, in that class. We just feel like it's a super competitive, um, you know, it, it's calculus. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's an upper level class and that's how we treat it. And uh, the kids we have in there understand what the expectation is when they walk in the door. And uh, if they don't or they don't like it, they find another class to take because uh, they don't they don't stick around very long. But uh, we're very fortunate. And I don't say that like uh, arrogantly or like we're better than anybody else. It's just it's just what we do. And it's what we've consistently done for the last seven years at North. And I think it's what's uh, what what's made us uh, able to compete uh, not only in football, but in, in all sports. If you look at the athletics at Liberty North High School, we've been very, very successful in boys and girls sports. Uh, you know, right now I'm at my daughter's basketball game at Park Hill South High School. They're the number two ranked team uh, in the state. And every one of those girls on that basketball court tonight I had in class today and they lifted today. And uh, and so they know the expectation, too. And it's just it's our culture. It's what we do. It's it's consistent. And it's not uh, it's not co coach speak. It's not um, it's not uh, we're not bolstering about it we don't think we're better than anybody else we think we're good at what we do and we feel like what we do works and so we just continue to do that and uh from year to year it's what's happened and now uh, parents know uh, when their kids enroll in as a freshman they better get their kid in athletic strength training class uh and that's the that's the expectation and, and that's what we expect you just mentioned your assistant coaches quite a bit and consistency and i love the ski lift analogy because i think all of that works hand in hand 
obviously. If you've got consistency, that ski lift's a consistent lift all the way to the top. There's not any dips and valleys and, you know, places where you can fall off if you really want to get to the top. And as far as assistant coaches go, I'm very curious. You know, they play a major part in the success of any program at, at any level. And you just mentioned about coaches going across town teaching weights. You're seeing the middle school kids. When you look at assistant coaches and you're hiring assistant coaches, what's the qualities that you're looking for there? Um, you know, I think I think um, it goes back to the hard work piece. Um, you know, I was an assistant coach for 18, or 18 years before I became a head coach. Um, I've been the head coach at North the last two years. I was a head coach at Lexington, Missouri, uh, my hometown for one year. Uh, so I've got three years head coaching experience, um, but I had a lot of experience as an assistant. Um, and so I understand what that job entails and how it's not always a pretty, pretty job. It's not a high profile job. You're kind of behind the scenes doing stuff that uh, most people don't see sometimes. But I think, uh, you know, the hard work piece is something for me. Uh, that's kind of how I grew up through coaching. Um, you know, I was very fortunate to work for some some really good coaches uh, along the way. Uh, Greg Jones being the most uh, recent guy that I worked for uh, here at North and at Kearney. Um, and, you know, I think if I can get guys that are willing to work and dig a ditch, so to speak, then I can teach them pretty much anything I need them to, to understand if they're willing to learn it. Um, but, uh, you know, along with that, I think comes loyalty. I think uh, an understanding of the game. I think there needs to be some knowledge base there. Uh, but again, I think if, if you have a knowledge of, of what's going on and you're able to connect with kids, then um, if you're an educator and you're a teacher, you can teach anything you can learn, in my opinion, um, if you're good at teaching and you're good at educating. So, um, you know, I don't look too much into, you know, what was your uh, college experience or how much have you done this or that? I, you know, I want to know, do you like working with kids? The kids like being around you. Can you connect with them? Are you willing to work hard and are you loyal to what we're trying to get done? Um, and if you can do those things, in my opinion, uh, then you can be a really good assistant coach. And uh, I think you just have to have something that brings value. I think, um, you know, each guy in your room brings a little different value. You got to have a video guy. I was never a video guy in my whole career. I've never been very good at that kind of stuff. But you got to have guys that can do that. You got to have great guys that are defensive minds and offensive minds and guys that are willing to to work with your lower level kids. And so I just think it's a wide variety of things, but I think it, it truly is a foundational thing. Um, and I think it, it goes back to, to building trust with your kids. You know, if your kids see how hard you work, um, and I don't necessarily mean just spending hours and hours and hours at the office. That's not my point. It's like when I'm there, there's an intention to do a really good job at whatever my job is. Um, you know, I've got, uh, speaking of the weight room, I've got guys that are that are great guys that come in and, and just coach effort in the weight room. They don't, they're not technical on the hand clean or, or the squat, but then I have other guys that I do have that are very, very good at that piece. And so, you know, um, you know, fill in the gap, so to speak, if there's a job to get done, uh, let, let's just get it done. Let's find a way. And if you're one of those guys, man, you can work for me. I don't have any problem trying to help you learn whatever it is along the way. Bill and I talk a lot about value added. What, what is the value that you obviously are adding to the program, to the kids, to the overall school? And I think sometimes there are some assistant coaches, they need a little guidance, you know, especially when, when they're a little bit young. And, and it's kind of neat when you see them develop in, in their career as a coach and they go from a freshman coach now to a JV and up to the varsity. And, you know, they yeah. find their niche within the staff. And I know at Jeff City for the longest time, the same guys were here forever. And that continuity with staff, it helps a ton, you know, right. over the years when you just have the same guys and it's the same message and everybody speaks the same language. For and sure. when I was listening uh, 
I listened to the In the Loop podcast that you were on uh, after the, the state title game, and it, it was very insightful, some of the things uh, that you talked about on there. And one of the things that I kind of gathered from it, you know that at, at your level of Class 6, everybody's smart. You, yep. you are not going to outthink anybody. When you're playing the Rockers and the CBCs and the DeSmets, everybody's good. But what does your staff do? that is, you think is better than anybody else? That's a great question. Um, you know, I think, I think the thing that our guys do the best is we connect with our kids. Um, we spend, we, we spell love T-I-M-E. I say that a lot in our program. Um, you know, the more time we spend with them, the more our kids feel like we care about them. Um, again, we, we spend a ton of time in that weight room and we get them big and strong and we get them believing in us. And then we have really good teachers um, I don't think we're smarter than anybody. I don't think we're, uh, we're more knowledgeable than anybody. I think we teach really well, and I think we develop kids really well. Um, going back to my just what I was talking about with the weight room, we do the same thing in our football program. You know, we, we, we come up in the summer, and, um, you know, we'll have our varsity camp in the summer. In the morning at 7 o'clock, we'll finish at 9.30, and at 10 o'clock, here come our 8th and ninth graders. And we're, as a varsity staff, coaching right alongside our, our eighth and ninth graders because we're trying to get to know those kids. We're trying to teach them techniques, trying to get them in the right spots and get to know who they are. And so from the time they're an eighth grader until the time they're a senior in high school, they know who Coach Llewellyn is, our offensive line coach. They know who Coach Helton is, our corners coach. They know who uh, Coach Stamps is, our linebackers coach. Like they just start to, to know who those guys are and build a relationship with them. And you guys know that if you can connect with kids and you can get them to buy in what you're doing, it's not about what you do. It's about how you do it. Because if it was about what we did, we'd all do the same thing. Um, so I think that's really where we kind of, um, I don't want to say have an advantage because that's not, that's not our style. It's, it's, it's what we do really well. We, we educate, we teach, and uh, we find multiple ways to teach kids uh, scheme and, and whether it's video or scouting reports or, you know, we, we use a program that a lot of people probably know called Go Army Edge. Uh, we use it a lot defensively, and, and we use it uh, in, in one of our turf rooms that we have. We put it off on a projector, and we just find any way we can, just like a classroom teacher would, to try to teach our kids how to learn the information we need to on Friday night. Um, I would say that our, our scouting reports are extremely detailed. Um, I would say I, I've met a lot of coaches that say they either don't use scouting reports or they don't think their kids look at them. Um, we do a good job of of bringing our scouting reports to our meetings every day and talking about them and going through them. And we put questions in them. So the kids have to actually look at them and read them. Um, we put some draw ups that they have to put things in. So we just try to find multiple ways to teach kids how to learn. Um, but again, that goes back to, I got a lot of, a lot of good, really good teachers uh, that during the day they're teaching history or science or math or, or PE or whatever it is, English. And, and they're taking those techniques and those things that they do in that classroom when we tie them into football. And so um, I think a combination of all those things makes a really good assistant coach and a, and a really good program. Awesome. Great stuff, coach. I'm going to ask you one more and then we're going to hit our two minute drill. Okay. So, you and I share something in common. We both were assistants for a really long time before we uh, took over the program. Go back 17, 18 years. What do you yeah. tell yourself on day one when you walk out there you got your whistle on. Maybe, maybe you're a bucket hat guy. Maybe you're a backwards hat guy. What, what, are, you, what are you telling that guy day one? Pay attention. Pay attention. You don't know everything, young man, and you won't know everything ever. 
But pay attention to the guys who know what they're doing and pay attention to the guys you feel like don't know what they're doing because they will also teach you maybe what you don't think you should do down the road. Um, you know, I learned a lot, Coach, along the way of being an assistant, um, good and bad. And I take a lot of those lessons with me all the time. Um, you know, I'm very, very proud that I was an assistant for 18 years. Um, I think I was really, really good at it. Um, if there's one thing I'm good at, I know how to be an assistant coach. Um, I know how to work and do those kind of things. And I think that's what got me to this point right here. Um, and again, I don't say that to be to be proud or boastful or anything like that. I just say that that um, that was my road. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of times um, coaches, especially young coaches, see colleges and NFL where these younger guys are getting hired as coordinators and stuff so quickly. Like, that's not a normal thing. I mean, I know it's a young man's game now, so to speak, uh, people like to say. Um, but sometimes you got to learn and do the dirty work. Like you, you gotta, you gotta understand how to do things and, and organize and, and learn how to coach guys and, um, interact with parents and all the things that go along the way. That's not just coaching when you work to try to be a head coach. And so, um, that's the thing I tell him, like, pay attention, pay attention, young Andy Lehrman and, and, uh, realize that there's going to be a lot of people that come along your path that are going to be able to teach you a lot of things. And if you'll pay attention, you're going to have a shot. I agree. I agree. You got to pay attention because some people come into your lives as angels and some come in as demons, right? Right. That's <laughs> and exactly. you, can, you can learn from both, but yeah. it's, it's how you react to them that defines who you are, right? So yeah. here we go, JR, two minute drill. Everybody's been waiting patiently. <laughs> I know Coach Learman's been a little anxious about this, a little nervous. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let, let, if I get any timeouts, no timeouts. No, no timeouts. Time no, no. no. It, you're you're on the thirty going in. You're down. You're down by five. You got to score. You don't even got to kick the extra point. You got no timeouts. For question sure. number one. Question number one. Best pizza. Where's it at? Um. Jeez. Um. Um. Uh, Minsky's. Jeez. What TV show would you want to be in? Um. Family Feud. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Character. Uh, Spider-Man. If I give you $1,000 right now and you can go into a casino, what game are you playing? Um, I'm not a gambler. What do they call that? Red or black? Whatever that game is. I played that before. Oh, roulette. Okay. Okay. <laughs> last, last book you read. Oh, geez. Um, I'm, 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 the Jocko book, um, Extreme Leadership. Excellent book, by the way, for anybody listening. I asked Coach Thomas this question, too. If you were walking into school and there was a dog standing at the door, would you let the dog in the school? No. No. Last nope. question for me. Last question for me. I, uh, I turn on your iPhone or whatever you got there. Hopefully it's not an Android product. I uh, nope. open up your iPhone. What songs played the most? Um, something by uh, Morgan Wallen. And I got two more for you, Coach. What is the yeah. worst color you can put on a football helmet? Um, orange. And the last one, which this one actually has become sort of a thing. Okay, you're going to pull off a museum heist. You can okay. take three people with you. Who are you taking and why are you taking them? Three people, a museum heist. Um, I'm going to take one of my assistants, Mark Krause. Um, I'm going to take... This Cajun guy, Greg Jones. Um, and you know what? I might take Eric Thomas because he can do all kinds of technology stuff. I've seen that dude 
with like three TVs in front of him and like four mouses and a couple iPad. Like he's like one of them day trader guys. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Time's up. Time's up. You did it. You got through him, coach. Good job. So as a reward to getting through the two minute drill and scoring, winning the game, if you like, you are, you are welcome to ask JRI anything you want. Yeah, I'm just curious because I don't know you guys. Why did you start this podcast? Oh, JR, that's all you. You want it? So, yeah, COVID hit, obviously, uh, a few years ago. And Bill said, why don't we start a podcast? And I said, we, we don't know anything about a podcast. And he said, well, that's perfect because then we can figure it out. And so we started uh, – First two episodes we did was a couple things that we did coincidentally with scouting reports uh, that we were just talking to people. I'm like, why don't we get a guest? And we just started connecting with people all over kind of the country and even a, a guy up in Canada. And then Bill come up with a great idea, which is to have our guests tag other guests, which then it just builds on who comes on. And that was kind of the, the genesis of the whole situation. And here we are, what, four years and 42 episodes in. And yeah. I've met some extraordinary, extraordinary people. It's, it's been incredible. Incredible. Yeah. It has. You got any others for us? No. Well, has, uh, no, I don't know. No, I won't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, Coach, here's your time. Uh, I want you to talk, tag, uh, or talk about your administration, the people who've made you successful besides just your assistant coaches. And then we're gonna then we're gonna play tag. So tell us tell us okay. about your school and the support you're getting. Yeah, Libby North High School. Um, in our opinion, nobody's got it better. I know Jim Harbaugh likes to say that, but we uh, we believe that here at Liberty North High School, uh, very very uh, very very strongly. Um, we've got an incredible administration. Uh, it starts with our principal, Dr. Camp. Uh, she does a great job of uh, supporting everything we do. Uh, not only in athletics, but uh, across the board. Um, she just does a tremendous job of, of putting people uh, in the right spots and supporting the things that they need. Um, we've got an incredible group of uh, assistant principals uh, as well. Uh, we've got an um, incredible AD, Lane Green, uh, and an administrative assistant in that office that runs the show, uh, Mrs. Mara. Uh, she, she's awesome. She does a great job. And so uh, just appreciative of what they do. Um, we've got some great people in central office uh, with uh, Dr. Julie Moore, our assistant principal, and Dr. Tucker, uh, our superintendent. Excuse me, Dr. Moore is our assistant uh, superintendent. And uh, just uh, they just do a great job uh, from the district level in a big school district of always making sure that our schools have not only athletically what we need, but uh, academically what we need. And so, um, you know, we've got a great school there. It's uh, We're really good at a lot of things, and I don't mean that in a, a bragging way. Again, I just think we've had some really good success, but we have some great teachers, some great educators, some great coaches. Um, in my opinion, it's the place to be right now. And uh, I, I couldn't think of a better place to be. I'm very, very blessed to have that opportunity. You know, I was an assistant at North uh, for five years before I got the job here in the last couple and obviously, we've had some pretty good success that last couple of years, too. Uh, but I'm surrounded by an incredible group of assistant coaches and uh, and a wonderful group of kids that play really hard for us and do everything we ask them to do. And so um, I'm fully aware that it is it is not Andy Linderman uh, that makes the world turn. And uh, it's the people around me that that uh, help me be successful. And I'm very, very fortunate to have that opportunity. Beautiful, Coach. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. We're going to play one last game. JR yes, and I believe that the oldest game is tag. 
Yeah. Here's, the, here's the rule. You've been on here. You've, you've had to do the two-minute drill. Jared, maybe we should make it like a four-minute drill and you get a timeout or something. I don't know. Maybe that's too much. I, well, I, I got pretty good editing skills, so we can make anything work. There you go. <laughs> so, Coach, you're, uh, you're playing tag. Who, who would you tag to be on this podcast next? And, you know, JR said something pretty funny earlier. He said he doesn't think – Saban ever knowingly or willingly walked into any place called War Eagle before, just on his <laughs> own. So, you know, it drove him into retirement. There's no yeah, way he would have walked into yeah, the he, War he Eagle. He went against his non-negotiables to come and see you guys, coach. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, uh, I would, I would tag him, but I don't have his contact information. I don't. I could told you he might have a little extra time on his hand now, but I don't have his uh, his contact info. So I apologize <laughs> on that. Um, I think a great guy that you guys would love to talk to is. Uh, a guy named Coach Nate Thomas down at Kickapoo High School. Um, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine. He's, he worked at the Liberty School District for a long time. He was at Liberty High School as a coach with me when I was an assistant. Um, he's done a great job there. He's originally from Nixon, Missouri. So you guys, uh, he's a funny fella. He, he'll have some good answers for you on the old minute drill. All right. Perfect. We, we appreciate you, Coach. You know, uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I can tell by looking at your eyes, it's not Coach Speak. You mean it. You believe it. And the yeah. kids are better for it. Uh, JR, man, get this edited and get it out there. I mean, people, <laughs> we people got to hear this. Even the people over in Dubai. I think we got people in Dubai. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about them. The uh, Dubaians. Do they have football? In I Dubai? Don't yeah. Got if not, let's go make it happen. Let's, let's go make it. it happen. They got a lot they of got money. money. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet the stipends are higher. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for uh, process preparation performance, I'm Duke. Keith Simmons, the state champ, is in the house. Thanks, Coach Learman. Appreciate you. God bless, folks. Thank you, guys.